Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Wednesday, May the 6th. Hopefully this finds you guys staying safe and staying sweaty wherever you're at. If the world is open up where you are, if it's slowly opening, or if you're still stuck at home, hopefully you guys are making the absolute best of it. But I have my wife, Heather Scott, back on the podcast today. So, Heather, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. Uh, real quick, before we kick off and we'll just chat with you guys, uh, we'll kind of go over, you know, like like experience, you know, versus expectations of, of this season of life and maybe the way we look at things, obviously moving forward. But a quick reminder, our 34 Days to Fit program is kicking off here in three days, seven hours, 47 minutes, and 30 seconds. If you guys are interested in crushing it with us online over the next 34 days, the link is in my IG bio, it's on Facebook, LinkedIn, it's coming out in every email from now until I believe Saturday. And if you guys are tight on money, you got laid off or furloughed or things just are not ideal, hit me up as quick as you can and I'll share a little podcast discount code with you guys to help make things a little bit easier and we'll uh, you know, we'll get sweaty and uh, we'll get fit together inside of that. So. Other than that, uh, we're just going to chat here a little bit today about, uh, you know, maybe simple life versus, you know, what the American dream is or what we thought it was, or maybe it's changing and shifting for some of you guys and maybe, you know, ideal life versus ideal lifestyle, something in between there. So first of all, Heather, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. I'm ready to uh, get back to whatever new normal uh, after this whole thing ends, but trying to embrace it and uh, just focusing on one day at a time. <laughs> I think that's all any of us can do, right? Just kind of take one day. Some days are good. Some days are bad. Some days, right. it's honestly kind of like just moments of the day. Sometimes you feel like it's normal and nothing changed, and then something reminds you, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is still really weird, and now it's super fun. Exactly. But I will say, um, even over the past, I, I talked about this yesterday briefly, like, over the last couple of days, there's been people, athletes of ours, who have come and uh, just, you know, we've given away most of the equipment here uh, to them, dumbbells, kettlebells, all that stuff. And so as they stop by and we drop them off, you know, we chat for a little bit and it just reminds you of like how your life, you know, is going to be again and how it it basically always was. And the, uh, the connection part of it makes you feel normal and kind of alleviates any of that, uh, you know, anxiety and stress that you're probably carrying and, and walking around with you and albeit I'm not gonna draw a line in the sand and say we should or shouldn't do something that's up for you know each individual to, to pick and choose but I will say this like a, a lifetime of, of just being isolated or for extended periods of time I do think is detrimental to a lot of people's uh, psyche for sure I, I think agree a lot of you are probably feeling that I'm sure you do as yeah, well no, at times. I feel it it's been really exciting just being in the office here because I've been coming up to the gym basically every day to try and help Jeremy with little things here and there. But when we have some of our members come in and we haven't seen them for almost two months, it's like so exciting to obviously from a distance um, hear from them and what's been going on with their life and their families. And uh, it just it makes it feel more normal and just having people in person to connect with um, especially because you and I don't have family here so we really have been isolated this is it man yeah 
No, it's um, it's nice, and it's just uh, it reminds you of of the things that obviously you miss, and the, and the things that are probably more important than some of the things you were chasing at some point, and. It's just a nice reminder of like, man, this is what I really like to do, and this is the the people I, I give a shit about, and the people I want to hang out with. So it's uh, it's been a nice refresher for sure, and it makes me feel like we're closer to the, some sense of uh, normalcy moving forward, anyway. So I guess we'll if we're gonna talk a topic or something, we can talk about you know what what has this taught us as like humans, as a culture, as Americans. What has it taught you? What has it taught me? If you want to dig in and just share sure. your overview for you from your standpoint, yeah. and I'll chime in. Yeah, I just took some time to write up some notes and thoughts and what this whole crisis has been teaching us, myself and us as American culture, and specifically, you know, how I've been viewing it as a simple life versus the modern American culture or American dream life that we all were a part of. Um, so basically, I was thinking a lot about how our modern culture was basically forced to go back to like the good old days and embrace um, how also how other cultures, specifically like Europe um, and different parts of the world, live their lives. So example, they have shorter work weeks, they have less pressure than Americans, I feel like, to produce and perform at like the levels that we do in our corporate American culture. Um, they really focus more on emphasis on family time and free time to play. And um, I feel like right now we've been really embracing back in the day, you know, the road trip vacations, which I feel like a lot of people are, are doing here in our country lately. And even you and I have been doing some road day trips, which has been really helpful. Um, but yeah, I was, I was thinking more on the lines of um, the slower paced day-to-day routines it's kind of forced us to move into and enjoy nature and putting our health first and, and just really trying to focus on the positives because it's so easy to focus on the negatives and I've been guilty of that myself. Um, so this has actually been helpful for me to kind of journal and write down my thoughts and then share it with you all. Um, and I, I really hope this teaches Americans to stop being so greedy and impatient. I'm guilty too. Uh, working you know, ourselves to death or into unhealthy habits and just to buy the car and the dream home and show off their stuff trying to impress others and of course stop spending money that they don't even have. And uh, I used to be that person where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna climb my way up the corporate ladder to just, I really want you know, the next house or the next car and was focused on materialistic things. And as I've matured and grew up and figured out more about myself and what truly makes me happy, I just, I think that this whole situation is hopefully teaching majority of Americans those lessons. Um, and, and there's definitely a lot of us out there that that aren't greedy and, and really do focus on the most important things in life but that's just kind of my thoughts that this has kind of forced us into prior you know prioritizing the right things focusing on the little things that really truly are the big the big important things in life um i mean yeah it's when you guys if you've been you know lucky enough to leave the country and visit somewhere else 
I do think in I love America. I think it's the greatest you know place there is. We do a lot of things right, and we do a lot of things wrong, or we could do a lot of things better. Uh, in my opinion, and again, my opinion is worth what you guys pay for it, and it's free uh, right now at this point. But I, I do see that because like when you go somewhere like we've been to Italy, and when you go down the Amalfi Coast, and, and you're in a place like a Sorrento, um, it's way more chill. They're not in a big of a rush as we are. They Mm -hmm. don't have three car garages. They don't have, you know, SUVs. They don't have all the toys. Uh, A lot of times there's multiple, there's, you know, multiple families actually living in like one residence. They're eating together and they have a scooter and not, you know, all the stuff we have. And uh, my point of sharing that is like, we don't seem any happier than they do. Um, again, there's certain, we all have our own struggles and we all have our own unique ecosystem, but as a whole, like they seem to be enjoying life and they seem to be figuring it out and making it through. And albeit it is way more competitive here. I can't work 12 hours a week here and be competitive and survive. It just doesn't work in the marketplace, but there's a line that we can draw. And I think obviously now for a lot of people, it's, if nothing else, it's maybe shifted your expectation versus what you thought your experience would be in the short term and maybe even for the long term like we can talk about how pissed we are because we can't get to do the things we want to do in this time window and that's you know we can't change that we can just we have to get over it if that's the worst thing that happens for us and we're healthy if we move forward it's fine but thinking about your life you know as it moves forward i think for a lot of people if you're if the industry you're in you know doesn't exist anymore or it's become changed or your your career has been lost or your job has been lost it doesn't that's not who you are your life isn't over because of it you can shift gears and for a lot of people that might be a blessing especially if you were waking up every day going to some shit job that you fucking hated just to pay for your car and your house and a bunch of shit that you thought was really important and now maybe it's like wow i've been stuck at home and this stuff that i was going to work for is not that important to me and the job itself is something I hated, and that might be a blessing, you know, when you can look past not having the money for the short term and all those things, like, it might give you the, the wake-up call or the chance to change gears and do something different because now you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to see, obviously, when you're in it, but I think for a lot of us, that could be a, a ray of light in all of this. I don't know. No, I agree. I think it's forcing us to really look at ourselves and... and uh focus on your purpose and that's what I've been trying to kind of dive into and um, I've also just been noticing I jotted down kind of a list of just the little things that I've noticed during the season of life which I'm sure many of you have seen where you're living as well Um, but I, I just try to focus on so many of the positives right now and Hopefully it will stick with people moving forward. Um, But for example, I've been seeing so many more people walking in our neighborhood and being active at the parks and going hiking and bike riding and working out more. And I've seen people spending more quality time with their families, like um, the family next door to us. And um, when I am out and about, like at a park, for example, Um, cooking healthy meals, connecting with friends on the phone or virtually, which I've been trying to do more often with family and friends that don't live here. Even some that I've been, I've had some local FaceTime (laughs) happy hours with friends that live in Scottsdale too, which has been fun. Um, But even with that, like, again, I'm not 
it's awesome that we can do that. And it, if but it's was, getting old, too. If it was 1945, we couldn't. But I will say this. Of all the stuff, there is something missed when you're not around other humans. The face-to-face connection and yeah. memories created together in person is so important. And um, There will always be a place for that. Absolutely. And it's different when you don't get to do it. And I think, obviously, anytime we're told we can't do something, then obviously we want to do something. And obviously... We as Americans specifically, when things are taken away from us, we get pissed. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why we live here. We have freedoms and civil liberties that other places don't have the luxury to do. We want to go where we want, say what we want, and we're just, you know, we're bold and brash, and it's just who we are. But not being able to physically be around people, you're missing something drastically. And that will, there'll always be a need for that. And I think we will probably appreciate that now more than ever, even with... Absolutely. All, I mean, all these fitness groups and all these calls and a lot of the polls, it depends where you're at, you know, what what your community is, what your client base is. And I've talked about this, you know, what fitness facilities will look like in the future, what hotels will look like, airports, all these different things. But some of these surveys people are doing like, hey, 30% of the people want to come back to the gym in two seconds. Then there's like this percentage in the middle where it's like, oh, they want to, but they want to wait a couple of weeks. And there's some people who are like scared shitless and they'll never come back. Uh, is at least what they're saying in these surveys that I'm reading uh, through all these fitness entities. And obviously, you know, the first thing, one, I'm not judging anybody. You live where you feel safe and you feel comfortable. Do you. The second thing, we tend to forget uh, quickly um, as a human race, but as Americans specifically, we tend to forget things rather quickly. Although I do think there will be some traumatic stress, you know, that's going on from this. But the point of sharing it is that eventually we'll want to get out and, and be together and mm-hmm. hang out with each other because it's you can't we repl- just have to you can't replace the experience of it today i was reading a it was a fitness poll and they're like hey if you could go back you know would you go today and the majority of the people in this group specifically were like yes because as much as i can make you know working out at home an option i miss the energy of the instructor of the coach of the group of the people and just being a part of a community is so important and that's us as humans like we need to have that because when if you ever see anybody who's been socially isolated for a huge extent amount of time you become fucking weird man yeah like no, it, i've had my weird <laughs> like and so like it, it just as this is us being real here like you know and we've had conversations about things obviously her and i for you know over a decade and where you would sometimes like way back in the day be like well maybe i just want to stay at home and i think if you, you if i had a kid yeah. yeah and i think now that you've <laughs> yeah. done this you're like now that i know my personality even more i'm like mm, there's no, no way i don't think i can do it i and i'm props to all you stay-at-home moms i think it's like the hardest job ever and I have so much respect for you. It takes a certain kind of person. It does. Though, and I'm do like, it. wow, I just. You're not built to be at home. Like. Like I like my alone time, but I also love my social time. And I like. Um, you have your process. Just to have. Yeah. I have to. I love my freedom. <laughs> so not to, uh, not to interrupt you. I just. The, yeah. the point I'm driving at is like we do miss the energy of other humans and of a group setting. And I'm the probably one of the biggest introvert robot mutants you'll ever meet and that's me saying that so for the rest of you out there who are itching to to go do it i i truly do feel for you and it'll happen here you know sooner Mm -hmm. than later and then just going back to my list i put couples spending more time together i know for us we've it would depend on the day but i mean we would see each other before this quite often but you were working 
feel like you're working a lot of hours right now, but still you, you can be home more often. You can be around it because like yeah. in, in a normal day, like on a Tuesday, you might see me for 40 minutes mm -hmm. the entire day from 4 a.m. It's good and bad. It's been a... <laughs> oh, you're... We can... You are how we you are. get annoyed of each other, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's also been really special too. Like we've been trying to pick a day each week to do an adventure. So what was it last week we went up to northern Arizona and took a day trip and went up hiking in the pines and uh, we got takeout from a local place to support that small community in mountain town which was really fun to just relax and and just be together and enjoy a random Thursday which in the normal world we never could do unless we were on vacation so that's been a positive. We've gone paddleboarding together. Uh, I know we were talking about picking a day here next week, maybe do somewhere up by Sedona, obviously in the secluded areas where the trails are open, but not the big touristy areas. So just trying to be creative and um, do kind of date. We need to be better about this, like date days at home well, I it's, guess. it's just re it's just redefining what that is yeah. if you're if you're the person and again there's nothing wrong with it you're the people who wait till it's saturday night and go out for dinner and drinks and that's your thing like that's super cool but albeit that is not what's been able to happen in the last mm -hmm. two months you just you get creative with what that looks like and maybe you find things that like you enjoy more to do like me personally i'm not against going out for like you know pizza and beer or whatever like on a, a saturday night like i'm all for it I go, but I'm also into the other stuff, like where we can do an activity where it's like maybe it's not a Saturday night, it's a it's a Wednesday afternoon or it's a Thursday morning or whatever it may be, depending on work schedules and things. Like those things are equally as cool. It's just us redefining like what we enjoy and making it fit your you know, your lifestyle schedule. And again, even when this changes, it doesn't mean all your life has to go back exactly the way it was, especially if there's things you were doing that you didn't like and you thought sucked you can hopefully just omit those from your life then add in some of these right. new fun things well and also like challenging each other like you've been challenging me to do the like for example podcasting it's been so good for me i get in my own head and it's sometimes hard for me to put myself out there still um but i do enjoy it and it's it's really cool and it's a fun memory that we'll always have saved really i guess because they they're well, all if you find on some, the internet <laughs> yeah well if you find something you like to do or you find a niche or a skill or something that you didn't know you were good at or you didn't know you even liked this if this was the window of opportunity, opportunity. That, that that was born that's super cool otherwise like i have to stay busy like i have to do this otherwise what am i going to do sit at home and be like, oh shit, I lost this much money today. Poor oh me. shit, yeah. I didn't get this deal today. Oh man, I was supposed to be doing this today. I can play the what if game all the time. And not to get off topic, but the reason this is, is sucks so much for us is because like we had an expectation and our experience now is different than what we thought it would be. That's why this is not fun because we thought it would be this and we're experiencing something else. And when we have something that's taken away from us, that's part of a struggle. And for a lot of us, thinking we all have little shit stories along the way. I'm not downplaying anything any of you guys have been through. I've ate plenty of shit in my life, and there's I'm sure there's way more to come. But 
most of us listening to this have been fortunate enough to like our struggle was not that of probably generations past like who where these wars were going on for multiple years and you didn't get you know and I, can, I can always or bring up that example even Italy like it's so much better here I think majority of the Italians live in confined spaces with just maybe a balcony or they don't even have access to a balcony and they have like a window and here we are in America most of us unless you live in a downtown condo environment um but you have the freedom to go out for a walk or really i've been enjoying our backyard so much and i'm so yes. grateful i'm like oh my gosh and you know there's been times where i was like oh our backyard's small because i grew up in the country where we had like two and a half acres and i used to complain like oh i want more land you know and now i'm just like shut up heather like you are just lucky to have a backyard in a pool and it's hot in arizona now and it's like just focusing on what you do have and what um not what you what don't, you don't. and if that's if that's part of the struggle that's why it's hard for us because we've had in my opinion we've had it so good mm -hmm. in this era and in my lifetime and again i've lived through this will be the third economical shit storm i've been through and then obviously we all have individual stuff but if that's part of our struggle that's why it's rough because we have things at our fingertips like your grandma and grandpa didn't have uber eats they didn't have netflix in the great depression they were just trying to like feed ration their food and, and survive and mm -hmm. we've just had it even again it's it's because it's been so good for us and we've had access to everything always at our fingertips when some of it gets taken away it's it's really tough to do and again i'm not downplaying it if you lost your job and you lost your business that shit's terrible it's not fun it's so frustrating believe me i'm like i'm not getting any money i'm kidding no. keep my health benefits which is great and i'm so grateful for our company to do that but i don't qualify for any unemployment assistance in the state of arizona no so you, <laughs> again like you get to see the discrepancies in like in in the systems and how things work and and what they do and again i wouldn't want to have anybody's job it wouldn't be fun to be the president or the governor i don't know how these i, I don't know you know how they draw the line and what they do but i share that just for the fact of a lot of times we are so used to it being amazing when something is not it's tough for us to take it's like taking a loss as a little kid when you play sports like you're winning you're winning you're winning that's why i'm not a fan of like the eighth place trophy bullshit so i'm like you have to take losses and it teaches you and it it hardens you a little bit and it just kind of it's a scar that you remember as you go through this and hopefully you know in in the new future you remember it and you can take the precautions and you can do the safe things moving forward and if nothing else maybe we just realize like well shit i did have enough stuff yeah i think it's a great wake-up call for us like and everybody I've said, I've said it before and you and i will, will differ on it like if the house I live in today is the last house I ever lived in, I'm super fucking lucky. Mm -hmm. And I feel that to my core, and I mean that. It's the nicest place I've ever lived in. It's the most expensive I've ever lived in. And I'm like, I'm super appreciative just to have a house that's paid for. And like, they can't take it away from me. It's just mine. And I'm like, that means a lot to me. And I have a vehicle that drives. Like, I'm grateful for it. And I've said this a million times. Like, I would do this job and make just enough money to like survive and pay my bills and, and be safe because I love to do it. I don't feel like I need all of the extra things. No, I'm not against stuff, but I don't need it to be happy and to survive. And I think for some of us, maybe if we reverse engineer what we thought it needed to be and what we wanted to be, and now we look at it and we're like, wow, you know what? I'm healthy and I got people who give a shit about mm -hmm. me and family and friends and community. And that's the shit 
that really matters, not all the, the countertops or backsplashes or this vehicle or that vehicle. Not that you can't work for that and get those things. And just be patient. But they're not the things mm-hmm. that make you the happiest. They're not the things that make you feel good every day. Right. At least in my experience. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I also wrote down just um, more rest and downtime. So I think this is really allowing all of us to just be more present in the moment. And uh, which I think in our American culture, I feel like over the you know the past several years, we've been fo- focusing more on mental health and like meditation practices and um, just really being trying to embrace being present in the moment and having that gratitude state of mind. But I think this is a, a great opportunity to really, really focus on the, this area of, of how we react to things um, that are going on that are out of our control. Uh, what and, else? Well, I'm saying that Anne just you slowing down because yeah. hey, you, you were forced to and maybe understanding like all the stuff that we were rushing to do, like, Mm-hmm. Didn't really matter. And I've heard this season being referred to as the Great Reset, which I really like, um, and I'm trying to embrace it as this time to teach myself more about who I am. And I haven't reacted the best in the beginning to this whole crisis, but uh, not always. No, <laughs> no. But like, what can I learn from this? And hopefully, you know, I can carry it on throughout my life and refer back to hey remember when and and uh, or if I'm having moments you know say next year and no snap out of it Heather because uh, you have so much to be grateful for so I think that's really important I've also noticed um, obviously a lot of us have noticed the cleaner environment I think is a huge positive not just here in our country but around the world because you know basically the world stopped um essentially i just said like la's air quality is like Mm -hmm. some of the cleanest like i'm sure you've been noticing more stars and just not as much pollution was was it italy or spain the water now they can see like dolphins it was in venice yeah Mm -hmm. that's insane Actually, the canals were so clean and more wildlife is the wildlife (laughs) <laughs> really is they're enjoying it for sure was it south africa or they lions or something oh yeah li- lions laying in the streets where typically you know they're full of tourists doing their safari tours and Where's so things the, like that the flamingos where are the flamingos um, istanbul i don't remember that one like they took over everything yeah like they were everywhere i guess the point is we're humans we're just we just take over stuff and we just we ruin everything we really do i know and i think this is such a huge lesson for us um hopefully moving forward what else you know just seeing people taking care of their homes and having the time to do the projects that usually got pushed aside i know i've done a couple projects here and there like staining our gate our side like fence i was like well i have the time to do this which i've been putting off for like six months so little things like that that you can appreciate Uh, Checking in on your neighbors and actually getting to know the people that have been living next to you for years. I know I definitely have met more neighbors and gotten to know them more and checked on some of the ones that are more elderly, uh, which I think is so important Um, and and just really cool to to have a sense of more community, um, which before I think a lot of us would just 
pull in the driveway, go in the car, you'd hang out in your backyard, but now I've been actually sitting on my front porch and having coffee or you know, having a glass of wine and, and being able to connect with uh, my neighbors in their driveways, which has been fun. And then just a couple others, giving back to others during this difficult time of just helping each other out, I think is really the number one lesson that we should all take away from this. And I also listed creativity and tapping into learning new skills, I think is a great time to do so. And then, yeah, that's kind of just, I feel like there's more content to listen to and you can educate yourself more, listen listen or read more books and, and really take the time to, to just better yourself overall. So well, yeah, and you can, I mean, you can... Easier said than done because it can be, believe me, there's been days where I'm like not motivated at all. Uh, thankfully, I've been motivated to be active, but, you know... There's certain days where I'm like totally in vacation mode where I'm just like, okay, I just want to have drinks by the pool, eat yummy food, and just pretend that this isn't happening. But then it's like, okay, snap out of it. Let's uh, get into a good routine and establish some good new habits that will benefit you moving forward. So that's what I've been trying to do for myself. <laughs> but yeah. it's been hard. I've been struggling for sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. And... Uh, it's definitely been a confusing, weird time for me in well, my life. Yeah, well, in the two points. Like, one, I think it is important. Like, again, I'm not a huge, like, hang out with the neighbor's person because if the relationship doesn't work out, then you're stuck next to the neighbor and then it's got this weird this weird vibe always going on. But the people who live by us are pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, it, the, the point of me sharing that is it's important because those are the people who are obviously – in the close proximity to you so if you do need something or help mm-hmm. and they can check on the mail for you or they see something wrong at your house or some weird you know person creeping around like it is nice to have that sense yeah. of community and i do feel for as big as scottsdale is i mean phoenix area it's you know we have millions of people here because of what we do for a living this community here of humans is pretty badass that we have and i feel like everybody kind of gives a shit about everybody else yeah i agree um, and even if you don't, you know, see them more than once a week or you see them on a Saturday or some of these people on, on like our terrible Sunday workouts, that's the only time they see each other or in passing or on Facebook, we'll tag them in something and they're like, oh, well, you know, I haven't seen, you know, Jeff or Mike or Steve in a while, but there is this connectedness to it. And that's important. And I think for you guys, if you can have some summons of that, if it is in your neighborhood or, you know, at your gym or, or at your job, like those things are, are what matters for sure. And I mm-hmm. think we'll put even more emphasis on that you know kind of as this for sure as this rolls on i guess in terms of what else you want to talk about man well i just think for me my biggest goal is my perspective and that's something i've been struggling with to remind myself every day that you know this won't last forever um to try and learn from from my actions and habits and perspective is everything and I I've I know like you would talk about it or other people um, that I feel like are so good with tapping into that gratitude state of mind and and I feel like before this all happened I was really doing well with that and then it's like my world kind of shifted and I've I feel like for the past couple months actually it's been hard for me to really just tap into that state of mind and 
I've still been meditating um, and doing like a prayer practice, but uh, I know I can, it comes down to, it just takes work and effort and it has to be, it can't just happen five minutes in the morning. It's throughout your entire day, you're in control of your attitude. And I, I have to remind myself of that um, because it's so easy for me to not really realize, well, Heather, like it could be so much worse. And I've really hadn't, we were just talking about this earlier. I've had such a great life and I'm, I'm so blessed and I sometimes don't realize how good I have it at times. And um, I know that's super frustrating to hear probably, but well, I think I haven't faced a lot of adversity and and challenges in my life. And so um, we all do. They're just different. Like in free, I say this for you and a lot of people like the, and again, it's a great, it's a problem, but it's a, in my opinion, it's a great problem to have when your life has been, so devoid and you know of all like of a lot of real traumatic bullshit it's harder when things like this happen yeah and i think when you look at some people in life i don't just mean like success and that's however you guys choose to define it i do by being happy and doing what you you know enjoy doing the people who have had it the worst a lot of times you know some of them don't obviously make it but a lot of times the people who have ate a lot of shit tend to weather things better mm-hmm. because they do have a perspective and they've been through they've had the experience worse things yeah. like it, that's the, the the biggest takeaway is like if this is something that you can pull from as a reference point moving forward then that's a good thing i guess but for, sure. for, for me like yeah this is not ideal but a complaining about it and you know being negative and not going to make it better. No, it doesn't change it. That's why I say don't watch the news every day. Because like, mm-hmm. you know, if something's going to change, they'll tell you. You'll get an update and it'll go. And like we, I don't know this thing because it's different. It's new, like all things. But we tend to get past them as people. Unless you believe like America and the world will not exist anymore moving forward, then obviously we can just sit and all be sad. But I don't believe that's going to be the case, especially if you can now probably go get a haircut here pretty soon. I think we're going to get back to life here and, mm-hmm. and and make the adjustments as we need to and be better prepared for similar things if they are to kind of rear their head as we go but that again your struggle is your life is pretty awesome and when it's not awesome you don't like it and nobody does but i just eat the shit a little bit better than you do i guess i know and i'm learning to to change that and uh moving forward i hope this is experience that will help me in the future because I do want to better myself so I can just be there for the people that I love and to help others and and if I can't get out of my own head then it's just I'm going to be stuck and I don't want to go backwards I just want to move forward so well I'll say this the two things one like to my benefit I get to read so many messages every day Mm -hmm. DMs, emails, text, uh, videos. I'm in a part of a lot of groups, and I see the scale of struggle. And even with that, these are people who are still able to send messages and write them and type them and, and share them, where there's layers of people who do not have the same luxury. So it's like it's all degrees, right? It's kind of how I think about sports. Like there's levels to sports. Like you're good at golf until you play with Tiger. He's at a different level. And there's a different level of perspective, and there's different levels of problems. But for me, to be able to sit in this position and see what everybody else is chewing on, it makes me realize like, wow, Jeremy, if you complain, you just sound like a spoiled asshole. 
because most of these people would love to have your problems. Mm -hmm. And I've understood that for a very long time, probably for the last 15 years or so. And that's what does trip a lot of people up. And two, I feel like whether you believe in, you know, obviously I think we work hard, we put ourselves in good positions, and that's what allows us to be quote-unquote lucky or take advantage of opportunities. But if it's, you know, source energy or the universe or God or unicorn tears or whatever your belief system is mixed with like you working super hard, if you're in a position to where, yeah, it might not be ideal for you and it kind of sucks, then you're in a spot where you can be a light and you can share things for other people. And that's, that's, I feel like I sit in that seat today. I'm like, well, it sucks for me, but it doesn't suck as bad as it really could. And part of that's just like, because I worked super hard and I did a lot of things right and got lucky with timing or whatever the fuck it is. But I can't sit and wallow and be sad because then I wouldn't have dropped the most amount of podcasts we've ever dropped in an eight-week span. Because you have, like, an obligation to use this time to, like, be there for others. And that's why I'm, like, trying to push myself to be on podcasts more and anything I can do that might help even one person make them feel better. Like, that is everything to me and any value that I can... In all, ways I can give back. And everybody know. who's listening has that same power. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be on a podcast that reaches like, you know, tons and tons of people. It doesn't have to be on these huge social media platforms. It's you just being nice to your neighbor, checking in on, you know, your grandma or your oh, aunt yeah. or your like mom. I, my grandma, <laughs> that just reminds me. Um, since we don't have kids, my two sisters do. Like they always send photos to her. Well, I never think to do it because I don't have kids yet. But... My younger sister was like, you know, she really does love pictures. So I printed a ton, three different envelopes of pictures of just kind of like our Arizona life. She doesn't have Facebook, so she she lives in Washington State. So she only knows about our life from just talking about it. And, And sometimes I would show her pictures on my phone, but, you know, it's kind of hard to see. So I ended up sending three envelopes of photos, and she just, like, loved it and called me and left this huge message and then requesting more photos of our dog and our backyard flowers and and things like that and just doing those little acts of kindness go a long way so just a reminder for those (laughs) and all of you guys can do that Mm -hmm. it takes no talent it takes a couple free minutes which most of you probably have at this point and that's what i mean is like if you're in a position where and again you might have struggles some days and some days you might feel like shit and you're like "Ah, i don't really want to do this i'm like and that's fine, but then you have moments where you do feel good and you do feel motivated, inspired, and enlightened. And those are the moments you take to pour into other people because and you have the choice. Like either take advantage of the opportunity or don't, you know. And again, like I think there is in the world, and my belief is really this, there's far more positive people in the world than negative assholes. Because if that wasn't the case, we would have blown each other up and killed each other, you know, fucking hundred years ago. And we'd all be breaking into people's houses and like robbing and, and stealing from each other. And we're not doing that at scale. And I say that to say this, there's far more positive voices and people who are optimistic and people who want to help one another than the negative people. The problem is the negative shit is just louder about it. Mm -hmm. And you see it more. And in my opinion, that's why I don't love it. Well, it takes more effort to focus on positive than it does the negative. Well, I think people naturally are just wired to look at the fear and, the- and and see everything negative and say oh shit it used to be this well now i gotta do this and then just get into that kind of negative mindset and thought pattern and 
and getting those conversations. And when you do that, you gravitate towards people who solidify your viewpoint. And then you hang out with these negative people who want to complain and bitch and whine about everything. And that's not a healthy thing to do. So if you are a positive person, you should share those things, whether it's, you know, you write something, you share a photo, you share a video, and it's just a nice message, even if it's, you know, 20, 30 seconds to friends, family, or if you're a social person, it matters because other people see that. And that is just as contagious as any disease or virus or any other negative shit. It, it really is. And that's why I say the people you surround yourself with and the things that you read and what you watch, they do really matter. And by you guys sharing that with your grandma or your mom or, or somebody else, it has a huge ripple effect that can pull people out of a shitty place pretty fast. Well, I was trying to think, our neighbor's 96 years old. It just bless his heart. Oh, Russ? Russ. And I'm like, what can I do? I need to do something he uh, likes cookies. for him. I know, but then I get nervous because I'm like, what if I, you know... Like from giving him cookies, he's leaving us front door. I guess if I you buy... You can like knock and run, like, like doorbell ditch, like knock and run away. Well, and I could buy store-bought ones that are pre-packaged and leave oh, them. Oh, you're not making cookies. Yeah, well, I mean... I... Come on, bro. No. <laughs> no. I know, I don't want to no. give him my germs, but... I think, so the, think... I think the store-bought ones are probably going to be better tasting anyway. <laughs> yeah. No offense. That's rude. I used to be really good at baking, but now I you rarely did? do it. It must have been before you met me. Shut up. <laughs> when were you good at baking? Are you kidding me? I used to make really good cupcakes. <laughs> I, yeah, when for, we would for, entertain. For parties, you would, yeah. Cupcakes, yeah, yeah I agree. We wouldn't, you'd like put them out of the box. No, they were hit from scratch. I used to no. use Kim's, yes. I don't remember that. Kim's, oh, no, you're, you're right. Kim's recipes. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Not like it, the frosting? No. We'd store by No, it. I would do even the frosting. Really? She was all about. Why did you stop doing that? Made from be, scratch. Because we'd be fat, probably. Because, yeah, I don't have self-control. Yeah. We're not good with that. It's probably best. I just love the sugary It's creation. probably best we go with the store-bought stuff. but Yeah, like pre-portioned, packaged, yeah. small. No, but those are things we can all do for neighbors and for people who are around us. And, again, that's just, uh, it's just you being a good human for sure. And uh, people don't expect that. And uh, when you do things like that, it's like, oh, shit. It's like when you're at Starbucks and like or any coffee place, and you're like, oh, the person ahead of you paid. It's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. There is awesome people in the world. And, and just being kind to everybody that is still working in the front lines and checking in with those that are in the healthcare field or, you know, my sister's a teacher and I'm thinking about how hard that is for her trying to teach her basically still do her job from home and teach her own kids which would be such a challenge when it's a weird time because it's like you know now we're starting to do stuff here where restaurants are like next week here kind of yeah i don't know what the rules are dine in now next week i didn't see but like for the last two months it's a weird place where it's like some people all they want to do is go to work and some people like have to go to work and it's like a really weird thing, like where these guys don't want to be at work and these other people do want to be at work because some of their jobs are essential, some are not essential. It's a different conversation, you know, of where you draw that line. But it's been a unique experience for sure, um, all around. Well, and it's crazy because some of our friends, you know, have been working more than ever because they're either in a technology type of position and or they are working at the hospitals and it's like they're... Um, not working. Yeah, and it's just been so interesting to see the, basically the opposite ends of the spectrum and um, 
how it affects people because I've seen people here where you know and again every I guess economical situation is going to be different impact different industries uniquely where in you know 9-11 I'm like in college so I don't really have a job I'm missing school and you're there and that's a different dynamic and then obviously 07 08 I'm like in the workforce and I see how brutal it is across the board and what this looks like I don't we don't know yet I don't think it's going to be this super fast recovery thing and again I'm not a genius I'm just sharing with you what I feel like it would take a big miracle well yeah when you think about it like and that's the part like we could talk about that in a whole different podcast together but I've seen probably 10 of our members here in the past week or so social distancing you guys don't worry and uh, just hearing their stories, like some of them, nothing's changed. They're busier than ever. And some of them haven't been working at all. And some of them, like, you know, if they own their own practice or like they own their own company and some of them work for somebody else or they're stuck at home, it's, you get to hear kind of all, all sides of what it is. And obviously for us, it, it's been unique and I'm not going to harp on it, but I'm like, you know, imagine the scenario where it's like, and again, we don't have kids and, and we have money and stuff. And so it's. You know, thank God we are in the We've position been smart we're in. But patient with things. I go, I show up one day and it's like, hey man, uh, you can't be in the gym. We don't have a date when we're going to come back. So I'm assuming in like two or three weeks here, fingers crossed, knock on wood, would be ideal. But I haven't been able to do that. So it's been obviously our online businesses and our, our clients who are, you know, in person who have stayed with us online. So it's like, that's amazing. But not the same for sure by any means. Obviously, you know, economically, there's a huge difference there. And my wife, like, you know, being furloughed at home, not getting any assistance from the government or the state. It's like, you're kind of left out there to dry and you're like, well, what the fuck, man? You know, in the reason I share that is don't feel bad for us. We're fine. It's, you really have to safeguard yourself and like, you have to be responsible for your own stuff. And you, you can know when to ask for help from friends and family if you need it. But this is a time where, hey, if something was to happen to our income or our jobs or our lifestyle have we set things up in place where we can you know shift and pivot and just be responsible because like when you look at industries across the board i don't know what they'll all look like at scale i can the fitness ones i have a little bit more insight because i'm on a lot of calls and and in a lot of meetings with these guys to see what what's happening in other states and what's going to go on but like for heather for example like i don't know what hotel stuff looks like oh yeah it's been i don't think they know it's really killed our hospitality industry in general. And I don't think enough people are talking about it other than, yeah, the restaurants closing small businesses, but it's so much bigger than that. I mean. Well, when you think of like, you know, let's say you guys, for example, it's not just like your position, but it's the um, property staff from the highest level. No one's staying at hotels or they're closed and think of all the housekeepers and front desk employees and there's all the, so many the servers, people that the restaurants, it impacts all those mm-hmm. and i think we'll you know again some of the smartest people in the world you know work there so they'll figure out what that looks like but again it will be a slower process than we like especially since some states you still will be at home for multiple weeks from now so how do we navigate that like traveling to those places and do those things like it'll be unique to see because those people obviously all need jobs and those are entire industries same thing for the airlines like when we're used to having travel at scale flights non-stop again i haven't looked at flights at all 
or been to the airport, so I don't know what it looks like, but I have to imagine it's like a ghost town. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the flight schedule has got to be drastically cut back. For sure. And that'll be the unique thing to kind of see, but it's like, again, it's we're all impacted by it for sure. And whether you feel it today or not, you will in the next three to six months for sure. And probably into, you or know. Or someone really close to you. Into 2021, yeah, especially when you're like, okay, it's July, I want to go take a trip. But maybe the place you want to go is not doing the same activities. You know, I, I just think about that, like, and this is me just freely thinking on the podcast, like, what does the 4th of July look like? Do you, do they have a fireworks display somewhere? I know. Like, from afar? Like, do you still go and do the the same? Like, I grew up in the Midwest, and I think most places do this, where it's like, you have your little town parade. I know. You have your little... Those are the best. Like, not carnival, but it's like the fair. Carnival, to me, the carnival just feels like it's dirty. Uh, <laughs> no offense. It's like a fair. No offense, a carnies. Fair. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah. Like, even those, they still feel dirty to me. But, like, the, but those things, like the community-based ones, like, does that... How does that impact the community in, in all the things? That's why I said yesterday, like, for Cinco de Mayo, like, how does that impact all the Southwest restaurants, you know, and the bars that usually capitalize on yeah, those? Yeah, it's like, huge here. Like, that's going to be a, a ripple effect. And I guess, you know, to think about what that looks like moving forward and how we kind of shift and evolve that. But again, I do think we're smart humans. I think we'll figure it out. And I think we, we the do. The more we can partner together and. Yes. And we connect. do have short memories. Because again, mm-hmm. like, you you might only think of it like, and I, we, I say hospitality because like, obviously it's part of our, you know, family and our life of what we do. But if you're not, you're just thinking like, oh, I just can't take a trip. And you don't think about everybody who works at a resort or a hotel that's been out of work and doesn't have a job and what the demand will look like for them. And it's not just leisure business. It's corporate business travel, which is essentially like, so important for our hotels to operate. And conferences, co- companies on travel freezes. I mean, it just trickles down and then no meetings really are taking place. So what does that look like? Because corporations have to meet. And yes, you can do it virtually, but it's still not the same. Um, A face-to-face meeting is so important. And I just, I worry and it just, I I just don't know what that's going to look like down the road, but... No, but we'll figure that out. I mean, there's a lot of hands-on things. Like, obviously, I'm in fitness. So, like, a lot of things that we do learn are hands-on and you can do video stuff for sure but it isn't the same it's just it's not uh, at scale and I think you know when you look at that like we'll gravitate back towards it it'll just be a, a slower process than we we want it to be and again I don't I don't have the answer and I won't want to be a, a policymaker and I wouldn't want to be in a, a public office because half the people hate you no matter what you do either way and so it's a tough uh it's tough to navigate, but they're all things that, you know, obviously we think about. We're real humans, and we talk with our people here that work in, you know, different industries just to kind of... Which I love hearing from everybody in all different types of professions because you really do get to think about things differently because this whole crisis is affecting everybody at a different level and a different angle. And I think the number one thing to focus on um, is just having empathy for others because uh, otherwise I just think you're just being a selfish person Person when you just have one, one idea or one opinion and you're really not taking into consideration 
all the different factors and how this is affecting people um, in so many different ways. So Well, obviously, if you're in it, if it's not you directly and your family and your friends, and we typically tend to have a narrow point of view. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, well, I still got a job. I'm still making money and I haven't done anything. So I've done this where there's people who is like, you know, out of no fault of their own have just been decimated across the board. And it's rough to see. Even I'm just reading now, like this is from Trish. Uh, there's a place here called Balance. They do amazing work. Uh, and they have a place called Movement Restoration. It's this company that they do. Uh, yes, we love them. All the tissue work stuff. Like that's where we get our massages. All the Olympians go there. The one place is actually really close to our house. And then they have other places, you know, Normatech boots, cold plunge, all the active recovery. Think like mobility on steroids. With The like, best sports massages yeah. ever. <laughs> and I don't let a lot of people touch me other than my wife. And uh, I let those guys touch me. So that's what I think of them. But her and I are just messaging right now on uh, DM and she's like, you know, they've had no success with the, the online option. So they basically just been like sitting ducks waiting for the governor to tell them to open Jeez. up. And that's like, and again, these are two smart. We know the owners women. very well. They run a great, they're a, they're great people at what they do. And great people. And they run a great business and they have, they have three locations now. I think three or four if you count the Exos, right? Balance is two. Yeah, and they've worked with Exos for a long time, obviously the NFL Combine stuff. So like they have the two balance places plus movement and obviously they do one-off stuff. And we've done corporate things with them, with Ben. And the point of me sharing that is like all of a sudden their business just stopped. They're like the best at what they do, in my opinion, in Scottsdale, Phoenix, in Arizona, and and probably most of the Southwest, which is saying a lot. Um, And again, it's just like, hey, just stop and hang out. And with no government assistance, no loans, no money, no nothing, That's just awful. hang out for two months. And I don't want to get in the soapbox here because, again, there's, there's people dying, and I understand that, and that's terrible, and it sucks. But I once in a while, I'll read the comments. And I did this yesterday, which, again, I tell you guys not to do it, and then sometimes I'm guilty of it. Don't go into the comments, you guys. Don't. Uh, but I was just scrolling, and they posted up the thing, which I shared already, that Gold's Gym had closed down 30 gyms, and Gold's Gym filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which I've... I'm connected with a guy on LinkedIn, the CEO of Golds, and he's just like, we're doing it to restructure. So Golds will still exist. But I'm reading it, and I don't think the average person understands hey, what, what bankruptcy means for certain things. But I'm reading the comments, and people are like, oh, what a dipshit. What an idiot. Like, I can't believe they can't, you know, survive, you know, being closed for two months. And I read that, I'm like, D- if How you, clearly you've never ran a business. Because like, yeah. when, when I say that, I'm like, imagine you're a company. You're a hospital, you're a restaurant, you're a hotel. If you if there's zero money coming in for two months, how on earth would you be able to pay all of your staff? And all your operating expenses. It's just, it is unfathomable that a, a human wouldn't understand that. And yet that's what you kind of see and, and deal with here. So that's why I tell you guys, don't read comments of people because people were commenting on like, a medical stuff they have no fucking clue and then like when what things are going to be like and what they're going to do these people don't know anything you're literally listening to and following like you know joe rick and cindy who are complete dipshits who don't have any background or training in anything and i just i have to share that just because i'm like i'm reading it i'm like these people are really that clueless i'm like it's really and again then you can go down the scope of like what they think about. Oh, here's what'll happen, and I'm and like you know the comment. I'm predicting a second and third and a fourth wave. I'm like, okay, thanks, Roger, uh, who works at fucking Fries. Like you don't know anything. So it's like when you let your mind drift into that stuff, like it puts you in a funky yeah. place. That's why I always say you guys consume the right people 
the right comments always. Don't get into the... Listen to the experts. <laughs> yes. And, and not these, not internet experts because those do not uh, exist. So, But yeah, I mean, we're just going uh, kind of day by day. Obviously, you know, we, we miss our people a lot. Yes, and, we do. Uh, it's, uh, I've made the absolute best of it. I've worked harder in the last eight weeks than I probably ever have just to make this thing move the way it has to move. And uh, I've seen an influx on the internet for sure in business and uh, in our growth and Instagram. Thank you and to all those who support us. We truly appreciate yeah. it, whether that's the online business or if you're listening, our local in-person members. <laughs> or your Instagram person or YouTube yeah, or whatever. I any mean, product or service that you've been able to... Um, even just listening, honestly, just even if you haven't bought anything from the fact that you listen to us, me or like, Ramblon is is a gift and, cool. <laughs> and sharing it with people. We appreciate that, too. And again, it's if, if you guys didn't do that, like this wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I'm not going to get on here. I'm not going to force her to come on a podcast like I hear her talk all the time. I don't need to hear her here. <laughs> and I know what I sound like. I know what my thoughts are. But I, like, if it does help you guys feel better. Uh, that's why we'll do it. But I think it's like a therapy session for you and I too, actually. It's cathartic. Like a couple's therapy. In a way, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to crush you on the podcast. Like, we all got our shit. But... I know, but I think it's good. There's positives for us to do it together. Well, it's real though. Everybody, <laughs> here's the thing, like, we're all so similar. Like, we all feel the same stuff. I might handle this better than a lot of other people. You do. Because of... <laughs> Because you're a freak. <laughs> the shit, the, the, just, I, I grew up a certain way. I've seen certain things. I've lived a certain way. I have a different perspective because of, you know, my life. And so maybe, and again, I understand how fucking good I have it in compared to the 8 billion people on the planet. So it gives me a unique voice. And so if you listen to me and like, oh, well, you know, I can hear him talk and like it just puts me at ease. That's why we're doing these. And if they can be educational, we talk about the tactical stuff that, that you guys request. Um, and again, we are normal people too. And again, we have it. We don't got six kids. You know, we're not, you know, oh my God, if we don't get a paycheck this month, we're going we're to be homeless. Like we're not in that boat. So if we can speak from a place of like hope and understanding like this is a season of life, albeit a shitty one and one we have not seen, it is just a season and we will move past it and life will be, you know, hopefully. Even better. I hope so. I really do. I hope it gives us a unique perspective on things and focuses us just to understand what really is important and maybe not get so wrapped up in bullshit and then the next time if something occurs you've done things correctly and you've been doing life right i guess if i put it that way so um well thanks heather appreciate thank it. you it was fun um if you guys have questions for her or for me or if you want us to tackle something together we are happy to do so just send in their yeah, let us know instagram email linkedin uh, wherever you guys hit me up is fine again if you are on itunes right now stop don't be a lazy ass drop a five star leave a couple of comments i'd appreciate it if you're on your macbook uh, or your iPad, obviously go to the iTunes icon, click ratings and reviews, five star, comment or two, I'd appreciate it. And again, as always, you guys sharing this with friends or family uh, does go a long way. It truly does help us out. So obviously, we can make a couple bucks, but more importantly, you're giving somebody else something positive that can help them hopefully live a little bit better, more amazing life. So again, reminder, uh, 34 Days to Fit kicking off here in three days, you guys. If you're interested, hit me up. You can train with us the next 34 days. I promise you we will melt your face off. And if you need a little podcast discount code, we will 
get that to you. And uh, I think that's it. So we're out of here. So thank you guys. Have a great day. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, stay safe, stay sweaty. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>